This is The Drive at Five. I'm Rick Dayton, and these are the stories driving headlines today. Three times a hero is how he is being described. Now the second officer who was shot in Harlem has died from his injuries. The second police officer who was shot responding to that domestic violence call has died. And that means that Wilbert Mora joins Jason Rivera as two New York City police officers killed in that attack. They were shot. They and a third officer responded to a call about a domestic disturbance in Harlem. Mora's death came a day after the death of the suspected gunman. Now, they responded to that 911 call in Harlem from a woman who said that she was having a fight with one of her sons. And shortly after the officers arrived there, Rivera and Mora were fired upon in a narrow hallway by the woman's adult son. The rookie officer, the third one with them, shot the suspect. Now, the mayor, Eric Adams, in New York City, took office at the start of the new year as a former police captain and is contending with a spike in violence. On Monday, he unveiled a plan to end gun violence in the city, promising to increase the number of police officers in the most violence-plagued communities. But you know what? Rivera and Mora are both dead, and they are among four New York City police officers who have been shot there in just the last six days. New York City, Los Angeles, our big cities, they have got a real problem on their hands. U.S. warning Russia's attack may be imminent. However, Ukraine says, eh, don't know that we see it that way. As the U.S. continues to warn that the threat remains imminent, there's one dissenting vote, and that has grown stronger lately. And that is the voice of Ukraine. From the president on down, the Ukrainian government has tried to urge calm, with senior officials making it clear in recent days that they don't see the risks as being any more heightened than they have been over the last eight years of Russian-stoked conflict in eastern Ukraine. The deputy foreign minister says the number of Russian troops massed on the borders, quote, are not enough for a full-scale invasion, end quote. Instead, the Russian leader Vladimir Putin is using a troop buildup primarily, they say, to politically blackmail the West and pressure Ukraine. Now, the president of Ukraine spoke on Monday on television in that country. All is under control. There's no reason to panic, he said, and frankly spent much more time on his speech talking about COVID than he did the situation in Russia. Still, for those of us in the West and for the rest of the country, when you hear about 8,500 um military members being put on high alert when you start hearing about heightened security concerns you can't help but wonder what if and certainly hope that it doesn't get to that situation decisive downhill divisive low those are some of the words that americans are using when it comes to the state of our country overwhelming majorities of americans believe the country is headed in the wrong direction that their household income is falling behind the cost of living and what's more the nation's top politicians and political parties seem to be more and more unpopular and interest in the upcoming midterm elections is going down not up. So again, those words, downhill, negative, struggling, lost, bad, those are the words that Americans are using to describe where they believe our country is right now. And 72% of Americans say the country is headed in the wrong direction, essentially unchanged from 71% last time in the October poll done by NBC News. That's just the sixth time in the poll's history when 70% or more have said the nation's in the wrong track in back-to-back surveys. Apathy is going to be a big problem. We talk about off-term elections, off-year elections, non-presidential elections. Those numbers are always lower. 
But if people are dissatisfied in saying these kinds of things and then they don't vote, shame on them. Heffron Tillotson agrees to merge with Milwaukee investment firm Baird. The announcement came today that the downtown-based wealth management company that has a 75-year track record is going to be absorbed and merged later this year with Milwaukee's financial service giant Baird. The deal is expected to close coming up in June. And in terms of the deal, well, they're still looking at uh, hashing all of that out, and they have not yet been released. Heffron Tillotson has about 90 financial advisors and manages $18 billion in assets. And as for Baird, they manage about $400 billion in assets. When we talked to Jamie Meredith a little while ago, a senior vice president at Heffron Tillotson, he said the reason this deal is going forward is because both companies value the same sorts of things. He says the fact that it was another independent company that is acquiring them is the reason this deal is going through. That is your Drive at Five. I'm Rick Dayton, and these are the stories driving headlines today.